You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Monday, everybody, and it's Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Monday, July 12th, and new Tuesday, July 13th. Matt Derry with you. Thank you for listening. And joining us here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Big day today on the show. The Lions make an announcement. Yes, fans and full capacity, 100% capacity, 65,000 fans plus will be allowed at Ford Field this season. We'll have details on that. Akeem Hicks of the Bears, no, he's not coming to the Lions, and there's been a lot of trade rumors about him, but he spoke about a former teammate of his and a current Lion. We'll tell you about that. More love. (sighs) Yawn, 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 yawn. More national love for Matthew Stafford. Yes, the ESPN quarterback rankings are out. They talk to front office people. They talk to coaches. They talk to players. and Stafford's moving up that list. It's like he never played for the Lions. We'll talk about that and a cornerback battle that I think is going to be more interesting than people think. All of that today on the program brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Give us a follow on Twitter, please, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y, that's my last name, Derry Speaks, at Lockdown Lions. And also, you can go to my Facebook fan page, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well, where we post the podcast uh, each and every day. A shout out to uh, executive producer of this very podcast. Uh, it's not really the executive producer, but I'm calling him that because anytime a good topic comes up that I might miss, my man uh, Nathan Litke uh, hits me up with it. So thanks, a shout out to Nathan. Thanks to the fans. I, I tell you what, our our numbers are up. I, I've said this numerous times. Our downloads, people are excited about Lions football, and good. I, I'm I'm happy about that. I know the last couple of weeks, uh, certain media types in Detroit were talking about playoffs for the baseball team in town, and ooh, the Tigers are on a run, and you know. Anybody ever read Jeff Seidel in the Free Press? I mean, that guy might as well just work for DetroitTigers.com. I mean, my God. The Tigers could have signed an 80-year-old bus driver, or could have drafted an 80-year-old bus driver from Kansas City yesterday, and Seidel would have written a column saying it was a great pick. My gosh. But anyway, we're a football town, and we're excited. Training camp is two weeks and two days away. The team will open up camp on the 28th, and then the first open practice for you, the fans, for season ticket holders, will be on the 31st of July uh, down in Allen Park, uh, down at 222 uh, Rodwood Drive. Um, All right, so real fast, speaking of uh, team president and CEO Rod Wood, uh, today the Lions announced that, yes, full capacity at Ford Field for the season. Uh, This from DetroitLions.com, quote, We have long awaited the moment where we can officially declare we will have 65,000 fans at Ford Field this fall, said Lions team president and CEO Rod Wood. We've worked diligently with the NFL as well, looked to federal, state, and local guidelines to monitor what's best for our team, staff, and fans. We are thrilled to be at this point and to welcome one pride back into the stadium. I can't say it enough. It hasn't been the same without them. End quote. Um, So vaccination rate is up. Cases are down with COVID. Um, 
The lines will not require proof of vaccination status and face coverings will not be required for fans. Unvaccinated fans are still encouraged to wear a mask, but not forced. The Lions and Ford Field are committed to working with local, state, and national health officials. Blah, 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 blah. Um, the Lions will be bringing back all game day fan experiences, including Pride Plaza with tailgate games and a zip line on Brush Street. Uh, pre-game power hour with uh, food and drink specials. Single game tickets for the games at Ford Field will go on sale Wednesday, July 28th at 10 a.m. You can get the tickets, uh, your tickets at DetroitLions.com. All single game tickets also will be delivered digitally via Ticketmaster. Uh, completely mobile and cashless on game day for tickets and everything else. There you go. Um, by the way, the whole one pride bit, like, are we past that? Should the Lions come up with a new slogan? Uh, I know one pride, uh, uh, Brad Holmes has really run with it. But now that we have a new regime, new GM, new coach, new quarterback, new excitement, should we get rid of one pride? Maybe I should do a poll one day on Twitter. Um, well, regardless, this is exciting. And look, I think fans are going to be so excited just to be back at the stadium that even if the team has a down year, and we think it will based on the material on the field, fans are still going to be pumped up. And I think a lot of fans are interested in seeing what this uh, outfit is going to look like, especially with Dan Campbell driving the bus. But getting 65,000 fans back at Ford Field, I mean, you guys are great. Lion, fan, Lion fans are amazing. With the history of this franchise and the one playoff win in 65 years or whatever it is, you guys are awesome. 64 years. You guys are great. So it should be a lot of fun. And, and, and right away, the Lions are going to be playing a very good team in week one at home, the San Francisco 49ers. But for many of you that have not been to a sporting event in over a year and a half uh, with the pandemic and maybe you haven't made your way down to Comerica Park yet, but and Ford Field should be crazy. Just behave. I, I've seen so many videos, you know, the Phoenix Suns and four guy fighting people and, you know, people running on the field, running on the court running, you know, whatever, wherever it is, basketball, uh, soccer, baseball. I saw that the other day, I'm trying to remember which game I was watching. Somebody, a fan was on the field during one of the Tiger games uh, on the road. It's ridiculous. Let, let's just go to the stadium, have fun, and hopefully see a Lions win. I think that would be uh, that would be great. So it is exciting and made official today. But the team is, in fact, will be welcoming back all of you, 65,000-plus uh, to Ford Field. Um, coming up uh, for the opener, what, September 12th against the uh, 49ers. Should be awesome. Uh, speaking of awesome, what is the best-tasting protein bar on the market? It is Built Bar, and they've extended their limited-time flavor, the Built Grasshopper Cookie, available this week and still there at Built.com. All right, what does it taste like? I've had it. It's like the Built Bar version of a Thin Mint Cookie. All right, all the flavor without the sugar, too. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. If you haven't tried Built Bar before, what's wrong with you? Get on the bandwagon, whether it's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, my favorite, cookies and cream, or German chocolate. They are fantastic, and they're good for you. All right, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories. That's awesome. So order today, get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. 
Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, so one of the Lions that is like a forgotten guy on the team got some love from a former teammate over the weekend. Uh, if anybody didn't catch this tweet from Chicago Bears Pro Bowl D-tackle Akeem Hicks, who's a really good football player, and many people think that he could be traded. Uh, Chicago, what a mess they are. I know they got Justin Fields and people are excited, but um, I question the direction of that organization. But... Um, uh, Akeem Hicks actually read the Pride of Detroit piece from last week about Nick Williams. And he tweeted out, quote, run stuffer, pass rusher. He'll fit, he'll fill the Gatorade coolers, walk the dog, and eat all the fruit snacks in the building. They don't make them like that no more. A blessed acquisition. Well, first of all, this is not a new acquisition. Nick Williams was on the team last year. And again, he didn't have a great season last year. Um, he only had six, uh, um, in 2019, he had a really big year for the bears with six sacks, 42 tackles and five tackles for a loss. Numbers were way down last year. The lions drafted, uh, owns in the second round and McNeil in the third round. They've drafted two D tackles, two of Nick Williams, own position players, but two guys in Nick Williams's position in the second and third round. Uh, but yet here he's getting support from the likes of his former teammate, Akeem Hicks. So it'll be interesting to see if Nick Williams sticks. Remember, he was a Bob Quinn pickup, but the Lions elected to bring him back, um, you know, and uh, reworked his contract so that his cap hit wasn't too bad here in 2021. But you like what you hear and you like what you certainly read when you see Akeem Hicks say that about Nick Williams. Now it's about performing on the field. You know, we can read about all the hype and we can talk about which players are going to be motivated. And I think a lot of guys on that D-line, Penasini, Hand, Williams, and others, should be motivated by the acquisition of Michael Brockers and by Levi Onzerike and Aleem McNeil both being drafted um, early in the draft. I mean, the Lions have a lot of depth along that D-line. Someone is going to have to go. And if they end up playing a 3-4, how much would a guy like Nick Williams, how many snaps would he really get? But a big training camp, a big preseason, and he'll get that opportunity, certainly. Um, but I thought this was interesting that uh, he got a lot of support, or did get support from his teammate, Akeem Hicks. Keep an eye on, on Nick Williams. Good attitude. Everybody likes him. Um, I think there's plenty of people that are surprised he's back based on he was a Quinn pickup and, and everything else. But... Uh, Akeem Hicks giving him some love uh, on Twitter. All right, speaking of love, I, I, I've about had enough of this, but but we're having to do it. Uh, earlier today, ESPN came out with uh, their quarterback rankings um, for this coming season, and they base the rankings off of having conversations with front office people, players, and coaches. This is not just like somebody at ESPN deciding. Uh, this is these are their rankings, and so um, in the uh, piece today at ESPN.com, they indeed have uh, Matthew Stafford not only cracking the top ten, all right, but the top six in their ESPN.com quarterback rankings: Patrick Mahomes number one, Aaron Rodgers number two, Tom Brady number three. Russell Wilson, number four, 
Josh Allen, five. And then Stafford comes in at six. And they were debating this earlier today on first take as well. Max Kellerman and Stephen A. uh, were talking about Stafford. And Kellerman made the point, and I'm not going to play the audio because I'm tired of talking about it, but I had to bring it up. That, you know, Stafford's going to have a lot of pressure on him. And and maybe it was Detroit, and Detroit's so bad. And it's just the usual narrative about how bad Detroit was and how good Stafford is. And it's almost like Stafford never... um, did anything wrong here? It was, or maybe, maybe it was just never his fault here. If that makes any sense, and that because he played eleven years in Detroit, that it is, you know, it's almost like he's exempt because um, the Lions have been so bad for so long. But you know, here we go with the ESPN list of their top 10 quarterbacks, and Stafford makes the top 10 and also makes the top six. So um, stock rising everywhere when it comes to Matthew Stafford. Now, ESPN did say, did say that they, uh, Deshaun Watson did make the top five, but um, They took him off the list because of his uncertainty for this season and if he will even play. ProFootballFocus.com earlier in the summer did their top 10, and they had Stafford 11th, actually, in their entire list. Uh, They had the usual suspects at the top, same Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers, and Wilson. Then they had Watson at 5, Allen at 6, Dak Prescott at 7, Lamar Jackson 8, Matt Ryan 9, Baker Mayfield 10, then Stafford at 11. I'd still have Stafford ahead of Baker Mayfield. I don't know if I'd have Stafford ahead of Ryan Tannehill based on wins in the playoffs. But Tannehill came in at number 12 on the PFF list. The bottom line is this. Everybody around the league, because if this is general managers, players, and coaches, everybody has been lauding Stafford. And he never could crack almost the top 15 on any quarterback list when he was here. Now he's in L.A. with the Rams. Sean McVay. Uh, you know, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, running game, the defense with Aaron Donald. And all of a sudden now, Matthew Stafford goes from, you know, almost like East Coast zero to West Coast hero. And because he plays for another team now, that elevates him from 10, 11, 12, 13 to 6? Is Sean McVay just going to sprinkle some magic dust on this kid? No one's saying he's a bad player. He is a good quarterback, but now top six in the league? I'm not so sure about that. Your thoughts on it at Dairy Speaks on Twitter. I'm interested in getting everybody's reaction um, to this. I went on the Locked On uh, NFL podcast uh, with Bo uh, Bo Brock yesterday, and he asked me about a position battle. I have a position battle that I think is going to be interesting in training camp. I want to get to that uh, coming up next. But we're brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto, of course. Best place to get auto parts is on, on the web, online. All right? It's now impossible for you to go to your local chain store and get what you need at a good price. you got computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket with your phone. That's what you need to do. Go to rockauto.com. Save time and, mo- time and money when you use Rock Auto for your auto parts needs. They're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are always reliably low, and they're for everybody. Do-it-yourselfers, experts, everything. They don't change. 
Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Matt Terry with you on a Monday at its Locked On Lions and the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope everybody's doing well. Quinn Dunbar versus Amani Oruwarie. That seems to be a battle, a position battle that everybody's talking about coming up in training camp in two weeks and two days in Allen Park. What will the opposite cornerback spot look like? Opposite of Jeffrey Okuda this coming fall. Now, there's no guarantee that Okuda is going to be that number one cornerback. Just because he was drafted number three, I think he will be. I, th- I would hope so. With a new system and everybody else and Matt Patricia gone, you would think that. They didn't draft him number three to be a third cornerback or a slot guy. They drafted him to be the guy. So the other cornerback opposite of him, you got the former fifth-round pick, Amani Oruwarie, who at times out of Penn State looked pretty good. And other times didn't. Quinton Dunbar was picked up by the Lions and signed as a free agent in April after spending last year with Seattle. And then he got hurt in November and was out for the year. But they also took Ify Melifonwu, the Lions did, of course, in the fourth round of this past draft. And I think that kid, and I've watched some video on Melifonwu, I've seen some of his workouts uh, online that he's had this summer. I think that kid's got a chance to battle with both Dunbar and Oruarie for that starting job. He's big. He's got speed. Maybe, just maybe, Brad Holmes found a diamond in the rough in the fourth round. That's what the Rams have done for many years. They've drafted so well in the mid to late rounds and turned some of those picks into starters. So while everybody's saying, oh, Dunbar versus Oruarie, and I know, um... In 2019, Quinton Dunbar, according to Pro Football Focus with the Redskins, was the second-highest-rated cornerback in football. He had a huge year. Four interceptions, eight passes defensed, 37 tackles. He played very, very well. Um, But then, for some odd reason, he was traded in March to Seattle. Now, I know it came out in May that Dunbar was accused of... um, uh, committing armed robbery along uh, with DeAndre Baker, the former Giants cornerback. He was cleared of all charges. But the Redskins, or the, you know, at that time the Washington football team or Redskins or whatever, they traded him after that season. It's not like this was a kid that was highly touted or even drafted. He went undrafted in 2015 and played a handful of seasons with the with the Washington football team. But I like the pickup by the Lions of getting a veteran 28-year-old corner in here. But I'm not ready to just say it's going to be Dunbar or Oruarie to start. What if Malafonwu wins the job? That's that's just a, it's a battle to watch. I think it's a three-horse race rather than just a two-horse race. All right, Locked On Lions, folks, for a Monday. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Stay safe, stay dry. It rains like every day. And we'll do this all again tomorrow right here on the Locked On Network.